0: In this 10-minute short, we discuss change, how to accept it, embrace it, and flow with it as part of life and part of growth. My guest today has known and navigated radical change. The incredible Emma Slade was a high-flying financial analyst when her life took a massive turn. She was held at gunpoint in Jakarta. Emma survived, and coming out on the other side, she went down a long road to a new way of living. Today, she is a Buddhist nun. Emma tells me about this extraordinary life-changing moment, how she knew she wanted to do something meaningful with her life, and she shares with us her thoughts on handling change, making change, and finding our own unique direction in life.
1: Being held. Um, at gunpoint, I think you know there was no space for pretense anymore. There's no space for kind of, oh, I've got years and years to work it out, or kind of this doesn't really, matter, or you know that kind of like, well, I can do this for a while. It felt like there was one moment left, and in that moment, I had to think, is this what I want my life to have been? You know, remember I was still pretty young, right? And so, you know, there's just like, no, I do not. I still want to be alive. You know, and so often we feel very ambiguous about being alive, don't we? We feel it's a burden, it's very difficult. It seems like something that is hard to traverse. But at that moment, it's like, no, I just want to remain alive. And it's totally changed my priorities. It's also given me the sense that being alive is not to be taken for granted. It's like some kind of incredible thing. And on that basis now, what do I choose to to do? Where do I want my attention to lie? And I stumbled over yoga, which I think is the most wonderful and profound thing. Um, and probably my first experience of what, what we in the West might call body, mind, spirit, you know, that sense of something really holistic, that sense of Um, something beyond surface activity or surface possessions and a sense of stillness and profound states of being so when you let something go which takes courage and you give yourself a space in which for something else to appear and I was just really lucky that yoga kind of came in and held me through that period of reforming and and questioning. If it hadn't come in, I guess I could have been a bit, I could have ended up lost or in some other way, like um, disillusioned.
0: So when you had that experience, you know, sometimes we can have a profound experience, which can be life-changing at a very, very fundamental level. And then, you know, mm. we're back in life, we're back in the world, we're back in our home, yeah, uh, you know, we're back yeah. in central, wherever we are, right? And, and, you know hopefully we take some of it with us, but it we can get knocked around in that sort of real life situation. How did that stay with you? How did you help it help give continuity to that um experience?
1: Yeah, I guess that's where we have to hope that conditions come to support us to keep us going, isn't it? like you say, you know you know you might plant us a very interesting seed and soil, but if you don't continue to water it or have sunshine for it, it will die, you know, it will it's uncared for, right? So these other things need to come in to, to help it, and I was lucky that those things came in. I think it takes time for people to become content with just uh, kind of enough, and uh, not to see that as a lesser way of living or some kind of sacrifice To be comfortable with it, really comfortable with it, I think maybe takes time. Otherwise, people think it's like a a reduced way of living, a lesser way of living. You know what I mean. But a lot of the franticness and the distractedness and the unhappiness seems to be linked to not being able to just be peacefully content with just a simple way of living, you know.
0: Obviously, Emma, you've had... A lot of change in your life. You've experienced a lot of change. Um, and you have said change requires some courage. It takes enormous courage to step into the unknown. As we know, many people fear change, although personally, I feel the essence of life implies change. You know, there is change going on all the time, right? Whether it's of our doing or not, that is actually yeah, yeah. life, yeah, yeah. perhaps yeah. we could say. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who, you know, is fearful of navigating uncertainty into the unknown?
1: Well, there are degrees. We have to be wise and skillful with our own being. There are degrees. I think from my experience um, of talking to people that people, if people get to a stage of feeling very stuck, either with their own thinking their own mental habits, or just generally their situation, they feel very disempowered and they feel like they're not really living. It's like a state of being half alive if you feel very stuck, right? And it's very disempowering. And um, so I think um, this is where, you know, choosing to, to do things that you know are helpful for you, even if they're little changes, they don't have to be big changes. But if it gives that feeling that I'm not stuck, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working with the the nature of things. Things are changing and flowing, and I'm also growing and changing and flowing. It's just when we have this feeling that the outer world is stuck and we are stuck, then things get very, um, very tricky. I think. Um, Sometimes big change may be uh, helpful and you you may have the courage to do that. But sometimes we just need to make little changes. And a lot of the time, some people have made radical changes. It has, you know, they've moved to the country, they've changed jobs. I don't, you know, I don't know what. I think you have to have some self-wisdom maybe in a quiet time just to think, okay, is this a time to make a small change? And if so, what? Is it a time to make a medium-sized change or is it time to make a big change? But for some people, making a big change will will um, give a feeling of fear, and so then we right. respect right. that and make so a medium-sized change. It's following intuition as well, you know? isn't
0: it? Really, um, sitting with yourself.
1: I think we are, yeah. And if you can, I think that usually gives a feeling of of trust that you can rely on your own wisdom. You know, nobody else can quite tell you if um the size of the change i think it's good if you can sense it for your for yourself because it also gives you a feeling of trust in your own um you know walking down that path that you can be your own best guide and i think that's um important because often we look around for find in everybody else or every book or whatever or every teacher what to do what to do um, Sometimes it's better to be quiet and just think and reflect and then
0: gently make that change. How can people find their purpose today, in your view?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a a quote by Goenka about, the Buddhist teacher Goenka, Burmese teacher Goenka, about what is right livelihood. And in a way, purpose is a little bit like, what is right livelihood? What is the way to live rightly in this world? you know, which is one of the eight aspects of the noble path. And he says, uh, if you are uh, taking activity which supports yourself, both supports yourself and is helping others, then you're living in a right way. And so we do have to have that balance, you know, both recognizing that we um, should take care of our own being in every way, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, etc., cetera, um, and always be helping others. And if you can get to the end of the day and think, yeah, I gently took care of myself today, I didn't um, harm myself with my anger or my speech towards others, I didn't harm myself in that way, and I helped others, then you can rest easy knowing that... Um, I mean, that is the purpose. There is no other purpose, you know, if you... Because sometimes you can search for purpose here, there, and everywhere. But I think for me anyway, I don't know how it sounds to you, Dee, but in that simple way, I think that... Totally, s- it's, it's what you said is, is very beautiful area.
0: and very simple and very profound. And I think we can overcomplicate and almost have a roadblock because we're we're looking for some bigger story. It's a life choice. It's a today choice, isn't it? It's a minute to minute walking down a certain road with a certain approach and a certain philosophy, which is intrinsic to who we are as human beings. It's about, you know, the inside reflecting the outside as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on Double Espresso with D. Do connect with me on Instagram at d Double Espresso. I love hearing your feedback and what has resonated with you. And don't forget to join me next week for another amazing guest interview. Until then, au revoir.